It's a three-minute movie review from the Legendarium Podcast. This time we have Craig reviewing Jupiter Ascending. In terms of storytelling and production value, Jupiter Ascending could have been made by anyone favored enough in Hollywood to be afforded a $176 million budget. In terms of emotional, intellectual, and political maturity, though, this movie is pure Wachowski. Actually, that's probably giving it a bit too much credit, since The Matrix and even Speed Racer had some sort of heft behind the slick visuals. Jupiter Ascending, not so much. But we'll get back to that stuff. I will now test your attention span with a bit of a synopsis for all you synopsis lovers out there. Jupiter Jones is the toilet-scrubbing daughter of Russian parents. After the, mur- after the murder of her father, her mother, still pregnant with Jupiter, relocates for unexplained reasons to Chicago. It is here that Jupiter meets Kane, the half-human, half-dog ex-military hunter who, along with his hover rollerblades, is hired to find and capture Jupiter and take her off-world to one of the three Abrasix siblings. Yeah, try pronouncing that. Uh, They are intergalactic heirs to an intergalactic commercial enterprise trafficking in the juice of dead humans harvested from other worlds with humans planted on them like crops. So did you get all that? Oh, uh, by the way, it turns out that Jupiter is the reincarnated mother of these three siblings. So that makes it weird when one of them tries to marry her, but less weird when another one tries to kill her. I suppose that depends on your relationship with your mother. So that's pretty much the plot, which gets lost between a lot of overextended action sequences and unearned love story. The storytelling is so impaired, if it were a horse, it would be shot. Any time left over after the action and the doe-eyed stares is spent in a bunch of hypocritical Marxist hand-wringing about the role of capitalism in our lives and whether the the proletariat is just being harvested by the ruling class. It gets a bit wearisome, really, especially when you consider how poorly such naked allegory fared in Star Wars Episode I 16 years ago. Were we to judge them by this film, we would have to conclude that the Wachowskis are intellectual lightweights, that they know it, and that they are extremely self-conscious about it. Anyway, for all that, I didn't feel like I'd wasted my time watching the movie. It was a fun ride, with many very good actors doing their very best to give some sort of weight to their almost non-existent characters. The filmmakers did get what they paid for in visual effects, which were stunning. So if you have any inkling that you might want to see the film, then at least do so in theaters, in a large format. Of course, this begs the question, do I actually recommend that you see this movie? Yeah, sure, if you've got nothing better to do and you enjoy lasers and gravity boots. Then yes, if the words lasers and gravity boots make you uneasy in the slightest, though, then please, do not waste your time. (laughs) 